What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, gig economy news and interviews, sponsored by Para and ParaWorks. I'm your host, SJ. It's time to get it on. everyone and welcome to the rideshare rodeo roundtable um let's begin how we always do by welcoming the panel we have kim's side money plans <laughs> we have uh we have gary or joe as he's otherwise known hannibal <laughs> <laughs> will be hannibal will be joining us shortly john is off this week uh, celebrating his mother's 70th birthday so oh, nice happy birthday to john's mother and uh, tonight we have a very special guest. We have Mr. Gig Life Lavaris with us. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this is gonna. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. This will this will be fun. I don't. I don't even know, Lavaris. Do you have you done live stream? I mean, I'm sure you have, but have you done live streams with other people? Have you done collabs? Uh, yeah. Um, I think maybe like maybe a year and some change. I did one. My first one actually was with Hamilton. That was like the first live stream, Hamma. Okay. Uh, live stream collab I did and I've done some um live ride-alongs on my own channel right right yeah, yeah 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 but uh, yeah I meant more like collabs like this like things like this where oh, not like a whole round table where other people are there yeah, yeah. it was kind of like a one-on-one -on -one situation okay um so yeah okay uh so I'm sure we'll get into some of the things about what you do. Oh, I'm super stoked that you're here joining us. Well, if everybody could please hit that like button um, if you haven't already. And uh, yeah, we got some Instacart we'll talk about. I think that I finally, I watch a lot of your TikTok too as much as I, because I, when I do something on TikTok, <laughs> when, I, when I get on TikTok, there's so few things I can watch because honestly, I'm just not, I only go there to create and then leave. That's the best way to do it because you can get sucked in. Yeah, but I don't want my brain to turn to 15 seconds. That's where I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. That's bad. I, I'm afraid if I hang out there too long, I'll become like 15 seconds is all I can handle. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to call BS on that because you send me TikToks. Funny ones, though. Funny ones, though, dude. <laughs> well, like, I mean, like, you know, dude, when you go there and you and you create something and you're on TikTok, you do spend a few minutes. I just don't spend the kind of time that some people are on TikTok. I call it the rabbit hole. Like, once you yes. stop, like, you just keep going and you keep going. And you keep going. They keep showing you what you like. Like, they, they know exactly what you like. As soon as like, oh, I'm tired, they'll hit you with something. I say, oh, this is cool. That, that is three hours. TikTok probably has one of the best algorithms I've ever seen, ever. ever. It's like it's hooked up to your brain already. It is. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll be laying there in bed, and mine, mine's a whole bunch of comedians. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go to sleep. And then I'll swipe up one more. And then it's one that I really want to watch. <laughs> or somebody new, you're like, oh, this cool person's yeah. cool. And you go to their page, and you're there for like three hours, and you're like mm -hmm. at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And it does the same thing that like we now know all the apps do, but like when I told – when I when I met Gary for the first time in St. Louis, he was talking about a trip he had just done to Bran to Branson, <laughs> on the way to St. Louis or whatever that they had been to Branson. And we there was too much Branson talk around my phone. I've never said the word Branson or talked about visiting it. I don't know anything about Branson. I've never Listen. been. Yeah, and yet I had ads on my Hulu, on my TV, That's on so my weird. phone, on my U everything was like, dude, light up Branson for this guy. He's got to go. I'm like, no. <laughs> I was just That's talking crazy. to a friend getting the lowdown. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I just, it's sad because it's like even my YouTube. But then, like, how can I, you know, I know I don't even have Hulu on my phone, but we do have Hulu. Like, how did Hulu get? 
They all listen. They all listen. You have Alexa? Maybe Alexa was listening. Oh, mm-hmm. Amazon does. Amazon listens for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They some spying bastards. Dude, they I think they all do. Let's just be honest. They all do. And if they and if one isn't, they pay a little fee to the ones that do just so that they can get turned on. Well, I, I can tell you two. Two are built into your phones. One is Apple and one is Google. They're built directly in your phone. They have their own chipsets in your phone. That's that's how come you can say hey Google and, and hey Siri and things like that. And it doesn't actually over shut up, Siri. Jeez, he popped up. Oh, <laughs> he's in there with I was you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the call's coming from inside the house. <laughs> um, I don't, yeah, I don't even remember, I don't know if you guys remember this, but it was a few winters ago that uh, like uh, Amazon had a thing that they would send you. It looked like one of those little like flying devices that was like fifteen dollars at a gas station, but it would it would fly around your house. And it would tell you things that you needed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never heard of that. <laughs> like, oh, you have that couch set? You need this end table. <laughs> it's kind of creepish. That is so creepy. <laughs> you invited that into your house? That's crazy. I, don't know. <laughs> I was like, wait, Steve's against robot, and you got that flying around your house? Not oh. like you it down like it really <laughs> no it was like i remember it was like the first week of december and they said that they said that if you you didn't even have to return it it did it had a one charge simple life on it or something and if you if you wanted it during like a four-day period you could just request one and it would send it to you i've never heard of that well i don't think they ever did it again this was this might have even been pre-pandemic christmas i don't know yeah they were they they did their one year of creepiness and that was yeah they're like hey man let's (laughs) let's fly around houses and videotape everything all right um we'll get into it here i guess uh We're going to talk about a little little ride share here to start um, because there's some things going on. I was on Kim and Zach's show. Thank you, Kim, for having me on last night. Thanks for being there. It was fun. Yeah, and it kind of got me looking into some of the other legislation and where we're at because I get people asking all the time. So um, Illinois, and I want to thank Christopher Taylor for because Christopher sent this to me. Obviously, I have been following this story for a long time. He did send this to me, so I want to note when people send these out even if i've seen the articles because um i'm glad he's on top of it and uh, he sent an article that actually relates to something that had stalled out a bit so a new bill um opposed by rideshare companies uber and lyft is moving closer to becoming law uh, a move that the companies say would force them to end services in illinois Uh, this is the one we were talking about probably about a month ago and it was starting to slow but The bill follows a case in which a Chicago woman sued Lyft after claiming she was sexually assaulted by the driver. Lyft argued since the driver, since their drivers uh, were defined by Illinois law not to be common carriers, they were not liable for any damages. A bill in the state capitol would remove the exemption of of drivers uh, of rideshare apps like Uber and Lyft and lump them into... Uh, and lump them in with carriers such as bus drivers, train conductors, airline pilots, and taxi drivers. Um, uh, and then they'd have to carry new liability. Uh, so if if a bus rider for an unsafe ride sues the driver, the bus company can also be found liable for employing an unsafe driver under Illinois law. So clearly Lyft and Uber are going at this huge. Um, they have both put out the same gauntlet as California. It's not one of those weak worded ones. Uber's is straight up. We'll leave. If we have to become common carriers, um, you know, we keep seeing all these all, all around the place, but, uh, I don't know. I, this has been going on for a while and they are getting pretty close to it. They, they do have the votes. They have, they have the support and it's one of those bills where, can you even really argue it? <laughs> like, everybody else would be held to this standard. Like, what do you do? It's just crazy to me that a company is not held liable for something horrible that happened. I mean, granted, it was the driver, but still the driver is under Uber's tent, so to speak. So it just baffles me that they're like, nope. Not liable. Can't well, blame it's, me. It's the driver's car. 
the driver's an independent contractor and Uber passed them, offered them a, a, a job. They took it. And I think the, you know, the big argument there being that that's, this is all built into the IC thing, the independent contractor. Like, this is why we have independent contractors. You are responsible for what you do. Right. That's what I was going to say. How can, how can you hold a company liable for something that a driver does? Well, if they were but using did, Uber Lyft cars. Well, if they were using Ubers, if they were employees, let's say that. They were employees. I could see that. Yeah. But, but these aren't employees. These are like you said, independent contractors that, you know, they're given a contract too. They do their background checks, even though we know every background check is worthless, <clears throat> but they still do all that. And so like, I, I don't, I don't think you can classify them for the same as what you would a bus driver. I get that. But say I'm the customer, say I'm a passenger and something horrible goes wrong in my ride and, you know, think the absolute worst to me as a, as a person, like I am in an Uber, like I'm using Uber, I'm using their application, I'm using their app to hail this person. Yes, the person's an independent contractor, but to me, there's some, some, even as a little bit sort of liability, because they're all ultimately responsible for me getting to point A to point B. How, how do they do cabs in Illinois? Uh, taxis under the same thing, the common carrier. Common carrier. Yeah, they're like with buses and everything. Yeah. It's kind of tricky though because like they are, they take responsibility for some things. Obviously, like when they want a refund or something like that, they don't have the driver refund the customer. Uber steps in and says, "Okay, I'll give you your money back." So it's funny what they pick and choose what they choose to put their nose into. Uh, but you know, I always say no one's a criminal until they actually do the crime. So. They get a clean background check and they don't have any intention. They don't know these people are going to do something horrendous. But um, that's a very sticky situation. Well, and then it, it makes the question, look, what, ha what happens when the same thing happens that happened in California? What happens when D-Day comes and Uber and, Le and let's, let's assume that this is no joke. I mean, we have no reason to think they're lying, that they believe. They've done the math. This doesn't work. Sorry. So what they did in California. So what happens when D-Day comes? We, we already know that so, so much of the California, but other markets too, are dependent now on rideshare. Their buses, their public transportation does not provide the transportation that is enough or that people use or need. People have gotten rid of cars. How do you get, how do you really threaten a company? And especially in an area like Chicago or something where transportation is a nightmare. You know, like, how do you threaten a company that we're going to do this? And I mean, I guess, you know, if you have a good case and they have to, I get it. But I mean, like if, if after, since 2014, when they got to Chicago rideshare, now they're coming after this and you, and you're going to say, well, you're a common carrier. It, I guess it kind of depends on like how much of their pocketbooks are going to be hurting. It's almost like they're going to see who's going to call each other's bluff. And I mean, only saying that because not too long here in Austin, um, Austin had a regulation to where you had to have the, the drivers had to have a background check. I think that's common practice now. Yeah. But Uber's like, if you make us run a background check, we're pulling out of Austin. I think they pulled out of here for like three months, and clearly they're back <laughs> because right. you know Austin's growing, and that's and that's going to be hitting their pocketbook. So I really feel that's probably what's going to happen. They might pull out and see what the city says, or are they just going to have a stalemate and see who's going to budge first? But because I mean that's a big metropolis, and like yeah. you say, it's a lot of people dependent upon that transportation. So yeah. We'll have to wait and see. I mean, but my guess is they would leave. I mean, if if it comes down to it, you know, like okay, well, you know, California at midnight, you guys gotta pay your fines or you gotta be out of here. I mean, eleven fifty nine, they were packing up in California and like closing shop. <laughs> I think I think it'd come down to what type of market share do they have there, because we know California is a big part of their market share. Is is Chicago though? You know, if, if Chicago is not big enough, it's easy to pull out. Like Austin, it was easy to pull out there because it was a small market share at the point at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, this isn't, it's not just California. Like I, you know, Austin, I'm sure that like, even though, and I know that story of Austin where they pulled out, you guys have also had a lot of uh, way more, at least than any other city I know of 
more startup test rideshare companies that want to give it a real go. And again, proving that it's, it's, you know, I don't want to say it's not doable, but it's extremely difficult to get any legs under a rideshare company and compete with these guys. I mean, they're just way too far in front of you to enter the game. You know, I, I guess I shouldn't really be claiming Lyft is, but Lyft almost got like a piggyback ride to where they are. They're not doing a good job, but they are. Known. But even <laughs> even with the piggyback, they're going out of business. Yeah, I know. Well, they might actually open up the market. I don't know if you guys saw. I, I put up a uh, a short somewhere, but there's that uh, new rideshare thing that's called Cruise, where it's those AI automated. There's like no drivers in front, it's all remote. Oh, we've so talked if they about... pull out of a place like Illinois or wherever, and these cruise people come in there, that would be something to see too they've started to test them down here in Austin. i'm actually thinking about getting a ride just to see how that would be i was just i was just gonna ask you because we've been following the san francisco ones for a while we've been watching them evade police we've been watching them run the lights the one they, got pulled over by the police. <laughs> they they are uh they are a nightmare but i i know that austin i think you guys somewhat allow autonomous too kind of like phoenix yeah there's a few robots down here the uh the cocos by the little delivery things, oh, you'll the, see them. The, 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 the mobile trash, we call them mobile trash cans. <laughs> yeah. They get attacked for things. Yeah, but they're yeah. trying. <laughs> <laughs> how, how hateful are people, man? They, the robots just trying to do a job. Yeah, like they'll just kick them all. Like, what's going on? No tip robot trip. Guess so. But you see it all over TikTok, though. Like people actually trying to help the robots, and they're like, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> don't attack us. <laughs> um, okay, so real quick, I just need to tie this rideshare story in because I started reading it because I thought we were talking about the Connecticut bill that wants $36 an hour for active time and $1.30 per mile. Mm -mm, this is a different bill. And it got shot down in their surprise. So I was glad to see it was shot down because it makes me think maybe you guys aren't so crazy you think 36 an hour plus thirty a mile is gonna work but um there was a proposed bill uh, this is again for rideshare um that that basically same old story the connecticut drivers aren't making enough they need to make more um so the um the bill was supposed to mandate better working conditions for rideshare drivers. The bill would have mandated minimum pay per ride. And it doesn't say how much. I find that interesting because we haven't seen that one yet. Um, uh, reimbursement, reimbursement for canceled rides and other regulations that would help rideshare drivers better shoulder job expenses. And um, it's the... Um, the lady who is the organizer for the Connecticut Drivers United, which is pushing the other bill, is the one behind like a lot of this. Um, but I was trying to see where it got shot down because I was pretty surprised because I thought the way the other bill's going, um, you know, that this this one is called, this one is Connecticut Senate Bill eleven eighty. If anybody wants to look it up, you can. Um, but it's different from the one that. Uh, um though one of the similarities to colorado too uh is like one of the quotes here uh is that while we hoped for greater support for drivers this session and are disappointed that sb 1180 will not be moving forward we remain hopeful that the task force uh that's is, is a step towards making those su uh sub substitute substantive changes <laughs> um but so basically, it sound, there's some parts that sound like the Colorado one here. Um, but then they got the other bill for money and stuff. But this one got it shot down real quick, too. And, um, and now they do have the difference here is that they did appoint, like I just mentioned there, they did, a, I'm looking for it, they did appoint a committee. Um, so the is it the labor committee, but they appoint, they made, a, they made a, a, an actual, what they're going to call it task force to look into all of this and uh i find it interesting that we're gonna or that connecticut <laughs> wants more money but instead they're gonna pay taxes to have a task force look into it so what's, what's there to look into I, don't, I mean dude if it once once i hear task force i just think hundreds of thousands of dollars that are gonna be wasted wasted yeah that's that's first thing i thought too like <laughs> what what is there to look into i don't know <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, go go get in a car and go drive. Uh, yeah, one, Connecticut one task force to study and e the, to ease their pain is what the whole thing's over to. It's to like, ease their pain? The pain of, of not being able to make three times minimum wage. <laughs> <laughs> we already said this. The minimum wage is $10 and 40 cents in Connecticut. Right. And even the other bill is pushing for $36 an hour active time plus $1.30 a mile. We, I mean, Lavaris hasn't heard that, but that jokingly, we've said that's doctor pay. <laughs> like, doctors would quit and become rideshare drivers. Yeah. Why wouldn't you at that point? <laughs> it's like, I mean, you're being so unrealistic. And I saw Gigan come in here. Um, uh, he's the one that sent the Minnesota bill. Um, we might push, we're going to push this till tomorrow for uh, Driver Nation. Because it's a little long, but I think there's a lot to uh, get into there. But Gigan, if you're still here, um, I would like to know in the in the article that you sent me, it says Uber says the average cost of a ride between Mi Minneapolis and St. Paul would rise to about fifty dollars under this new bill's rule. The company also said there isn't insurance available for them to buy that would meet the bill's requirements. So the bill asks for things not even doable, but. That Minneapolis to St. Paul, if you can put in the chat what that ride would be, the article was not clear. So I don't know what raising it to $50 means. No point of reference on that. It's going to raise from 49 to 50 <laughs> A whole dollar. <laughs> if, it, if it was, I'd be. Um, but uh, Kim. Uh, hi. Hi. Do you want to... Uh, do you want to do the? Is that? I, let me see if that's where we are. Where I'd thrown it. Uh, yeah. Do you want to do the the customer the Uber Eats? Yeah. So there is an Uber Eats. Well, it was on TikTok, and it was from the Daily Dot. Basically, there's an Uber Eats customer who was highly upset because she does refunds all the time on Uber Eats because they never get her order correctly because she has a medical condition. I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget it. She has mast cell activation syndrome that causes a person to have repeated severe allergy symptoms affecting several body symptoms. And supposedly she can't have cross-contamination of any sort, but still feels like she should Uber... Um, order from Uber Eats and get a refund every time she orders from Uber Eats and was not happy because she got that nice letter that Uber Eats sends out that says you've abused the system and can no longer do any returns. Well, she decided to go on TikTok and this actually kind of got me upset. I'm not going to lie. Uber Eats reached out to her and reversed the whole entire thing and she can now return as much as she wants. That's that's dumb. So ridiculous. What did she do before Uber Eats? What, what, how is she getting nourishment before Uber Eats? I don't know, but my thing, I, I and I'm probably gonna get smashed for this, but it's all good. If you're that <laughs> bad, like if you have allergies that bad to food, like you should not be ordering from Uber Eats because you don't know how the chef is cooking the food you don't know how the restaurant is per like packaging the food there could be cross-contamination and you're going on a whim thinking i i don't know i guess because i like my daughter has food allergies so i'm so particular like i don't even like we don't even do uber eats or doordash or anything because of that type of stuff and i only do, if i do do it it's places that i know and i trust and but like i don't rely on uber eats or doordash to do my allergy for me or my daughter's allergy for me i don't I would also say like even after all these refunds have anything caused her to get sick because it's not like she's getting the food eating it still alive then getting refunded i would think yeah. after a severe allergy attack and a hospital visit i'd be like no i'm not gonna risk my life for a takeout meal According to her, she keeps getting stuff and she can't possibly eat it because... Don't order it. 
Like, <laughs> I wonder, like, is she going back to the same restaurants or to the new restaurant every time? That's what I. That's what I was wondering too. Like, what is she ordering? Does it say? Yeah, I would love to know what she's ordering. But this is my dangerous. other. This is my other. So she took to TikTok. So now she has thousands of people who have viewed this and now know that if they complain to Uber Eats that they have an allergy of any sort, Uber Eats will keep giving people refunds. That's the downside about that whole viral situation. You know, look, let me can I, look at if you're this lady or if you're somebody that's just doesn't think like this lady or whatever, if you just can't think if you, your brain doesn't work or if you're scamming the system, don't use Uber Eats. Use Dumpling. Get a personal shopper who can shop for your needs if you are unable to go for cheaper. There you go. Shameless plug. There's your dumpling plug. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I think now is, is she is she ordering groceries or is she ordering food? Well, no, maybe she be, should be sticking to groceries. So, so in my opinion, that that's what I don't get is how can you order food? Like I, I've I've had to go in there and complain to Uber that something's missing. I've never seen anything going. I got an allergy. Yeah, like my macaroni and mashed potatoes are crossed. Yeah, like I, I've never had any type of report for that. Like it's either something's missing, something's damaged, or something doesn't taste good. There's no, hey, my stuff's cross contaminated. And And I mean, she would have to, she would have to taste it, right? And then that would activate the allergy. She'd have to, yeah, she'd have to have allergic reaction to it. I mean, she unless she just sees the beans in the corn, then she's like, I can't eat that. But that's just weird. That's just a very strange situation. Yeah, I, I, I. I just think I don't know. I call BS on this. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm saying she's a scammer. I guess my brain going. Yeah. I, I say I call BS. I think she just wants to keep getting refunds and because I I I mean I know people that have allergies. I I don't have a whole lot of allergies to anything. In fact, I don't have any that I know of. But like Kim, you know your daughter has allergies, so you're not going to order something if you yeah. know. <laughs> like like I don't think anybody yeah. out there yeah, that would would do that. Yeah. Or actually. It would be the worst mom ever if I did that. Like, why, why, why? <laughs> right. Plus, I gotta, I gotta say, for all the people that get deactivated for no reason or the the true complaints, which there's more <laughs> fake ones than true ones, and all this, I almost, you know, I hate siding with these companies. But on this one, for everything I hate these companies for, I almost want to side. They should have Uber each to just stuck with her band. Right, not unbanned her. You like it, and if she wanted to go to court over it, be like, fine. You go explain to a judge how your life is in a bubble, but you eat McDonald's every night. Okay, you want to yeah. do that? By all means, let's go to court. Or hot I think, like go to DoorDash. I think that was the part of the article that just like literally burned me up, and I'm like, are you kidding me? So you make this TikTok. Uber Eats comes running to you and says, okay, we'll lift the ban off of you. Return as much as you want. Are you, are you kidding me? Like, I don't know. I just, you know, I'm going to get some food allergies. <laughs> and, and you know, the thing is, is she's probably one star in these drivers. Yeah. Guaranteed. And tip baiting them. <laughs> and tip baiting them. And, but see, again, why give her back her account? Yeah, that's my I mean, point. if I'm her, I'm going to get 100 credit cards and just really up that game. <laughs> yeah, order food for everybody in the family. <laughs> you get McDonald's. You get McDonald's. Everybody gets McDonald's. So uh, Gig Life, uh, Dashing Grandpa, says howdy to you because you guys are both in Texas. Oh, hey, yes. I know Dashing Grandpa. And uh, by the way, guys, we all—I mean, I always try and remember that. But when this ends, uh, always go over and check out Dashing Grandpa. He goes live kind of when we end, and uh, it's a nice, sometimes cool down from the night. I like, I like, I like Brandon's stream. So, um, big fan. Uh, okay, the Instacart driver that gets her car stolen and still delivered the order. Did you see about this? Yeah, I saw that. You did see this, so what? Okay, what do you think about the article? Um, well, I thought that like the clip, and I've said this many times on my channel, and this is my personal things. I don't care if I'm going two feet from my car. I turn my car off. I take my keys out of the ignition. I close the door. I lock the door, and I drop the food off. I never leave my car running. I don't care how far it is. And that's just, and then when you listen to the clip, she was even delivering to the wrong house. She's like, did y'all order Instacart? And the person's like, no, and she's like, oh. 
yeah and she's like i think she's like looking up to like the top floor and everyone was like what's going on it's like yeah did you see they just took our just run off with our car that's crazy yeah. Yeah, and the and I and the and you hit on it, but the fact that she said that whatever it was about the lock, she's like, you know, uh, um, that she, you know, she was almost defending, like, well, I didn't lock it because I was only gonna be gone for a second. <laughs> like, and, I, and I get that, like, you, like she, you don't think anything's gonna happen, especially like maybe it's like a nice neighborhood. <laughs> I just don't take the chance. <laughs> I never well, take the chance. Yeah, I mean, I was I was gonna say, like, how do you even say that to somebody? They're like, oh my god, my car was stolen. I'll Did just you lock it? Right. and when they say that, like, oh, and I, I just you know, I was only gonna be gone for a second. Well, now you can see why you don't do that. Besides <laughs> the safety issue, you should always take the keys with you so you don't end up on a show like this and us making fun of you. So you lost your car and you didn't take the keys with you. Is that so, not your like, keys or your only you weapon? <laughs> you know, you gotta take your keys with you. you might be able to use them as a weapon. So I just uh, don't I don't leave my keys in the car. We we've talked about this before, you know. <laughs> multiple times Stupid. if you don't have safety features built into your car turn off your damn car please yeah, yeah. half yeah. these people would not be in the news if they just took their own safety oh it's gonna be funny the day that somebody goes to get in my car because i do leave my car running whenever i go up do it but my keys are in my pocket and i have the safety feature that if you get in and you touch the brake it shuts off automatically See, that's different that's yeah different. And oh, so it's, it, it's going to be <laughs> priceless seeing the guy that I punch in the face as he tries to steal my car. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she had that safety feature. Yeah. I don't think she had any safety feature. No, she she didn't. If they drove off with their car, they definitely didn't have no safety feature. Yeah, they burned off. <laughs> they burned off in my car. Yeah, oh, I, I just sense. watched the little TikTok thing too. It's pretty funny. But nowadays, yeah. though, like with everything that's happening to delivery drivers, like people are praying that you mess up uh, somewhere. That's the easiest mess up for drivers to do and for someone just to take advantage of a situation. Don't people are desperate out there. They're even, they're even saying like this, um, not even delivery drivers, people at the grocery stores need to be more alert because they are now becoming the targets of car theft. Uh, it used to be the malls and now, you know, like malls are getting shut down. I mean, people go there, but they're like, you don't know. They, they're like a little like an investigation. Like if you just like look at the people, everyone's just picking the food up and put it in their car. No one's looking around. And they walked up on this one woman and they said, you see how close we got up on you? You weren't even looking. She had like the baby in the car. She had the purse still out. And she's like, oh my God, I didn't even pay attention. She's like, yeah, you need to start checking your surroundings. And if you are doing grocery shopping, really start checking because that's where they move their targets to grocery shopping. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. I don't. <laughs> it's a, yeah, I will. <laughs> yeah, you, I wouldn't be able to take your car. I can't do six they're they're gonna get in there and go. What is this? Nope. But yeah, I mean, like to be honest, I don't. I really not only because of the times we're in now and the stories going around. But I don't understand. Like we never have why you left your car running or why it's not locked. Any of the above, but. We do know, and I almost hate to say this, we do know the one deterrent to get people to jump out of your car if you have if they have stolen it's to leave a baby in the back that they don't want to deal with. Oh, you know. oh that's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> don't you remember the story about the, yeah, the lady who had their yeah. car jacked while she was taking the groceries inside that we did? No. And then she was like, No, my kid's in there. Yeah, He's like, oh, the, guy see ya. Jumped, the guy jumped in it and there was a baby crying. He's like, No way. He oh, that's right. right. I do remember that. <laughs> You're like, Nope, not happening. Is that the one that also crashed into a wall because he didn't yeah. want the kid in yeah. the car? Is that yeah. the same one? Wow, he didn't want any responsibilities, huh? I think he wanted the situation to be at the wall. Like he, he was taken off in the car and he's like, Oh crap, a baby. And he like ran into the wall. No, knowing that everybody go for that situation and just ran. <laughs> but I'm not laughing at it. I, I just even find that to be more irresponsible and stupid, to be honest. Um, a running car with a baby in it, in a baby seat. And unlocked. yeah, that, that is way more irresponsible. I agree. <laughs> Okay. Not the baby. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so uh this Uber seeks, did you see the Uber not only wants to do this, but they want the patent to pre-match riders and drivers using AI. What how Wait, okay? What? Like we can't we you can't favorite a driver, but now they want to pre-match you. <laughs> 
That's what I'm saying. What like what are they gonna be using? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like what is like we have to put on our data for them to know what our like, I'm online. guessing it's like Branson, Missouri. They just know everything, dude. <laughs> They've been listening to us and they um I had to change my music then. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, like it's it's uh, so here here it is. It says ride ride hailing giant Uber is seeking a patent uh to patent a system that forecasts customers' potential ride requests by feeding context data uh contained in Uber user user profiles such as usage history or location data or a machine learned model that uses AI to find pa patterns in users' habits. Uh, the model then determines whether the user should be considered for pre-request matching, by which a driver can relocate to an optimal location to reduce wait times in the event the user requests a ride. Drivers, I thought they, I thought they already did all that. Left, like <laughs> driver, drivers would have the option of accepting or rejecting a match uh, in the same way they can choose or accept or decline a ride request. We don't have time to do all that. <laughs> we have to, like read their profiles. To me, yeah. To me, I, it's like I mean, I, if if I I called it if Uber dating is next. <laughs> I was say it sounds like Tinder. I swear to God. Got a nice ring to it though. Uber dating. <laughs> Wait now, now my thing is, is why are they just now applying for a patent for this? You know they've been doing it for years. Well, because I think they want to. I mean, and who are they patenting against? Lyft. They won't even be here. Yeah, by that's the patent get passes. <laughs> so. I mean, because I mean, it, you, you'd have to be crazy not to think that Uber doesn't already take all the data that's in their app and your profile and your your ride histories and things like that to know that, Hey, this person takes a ride every morning at 8 AM. Like they, they know that. Okay. But I mean, doesn't the, the part where it says, uh, where was it here? Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's getting your usage history. Yeah. Your location, where you go. Yeah, they already have model. all that. Right. But, but now openly admitting that it uses AI to find patterns in use, users' habits. It doesn't go any farther to explain what, how deep they're going and what oh, they're wow. looking into. Wouldn't it like, be what, real? What are you looking it, into here, guys? <laughs> wouldn't it be really funny if, like, you get one of those pain in the butt customers that always gives drivers one star, one star, one star, and they only match up the drivers with like really bad ratings because they keep and it works out. Now they all five star each other. <laughs> I, you know, I, I love that idea, but God, I don't want that to work. If Uber proved so they could do something, it would be such a setback. <laughs> Look what we did. Like, no, dude. I mean, the, the only thing I can think of is they're, they're taking it a further step and patenting it with the AI model instead of their current model that they have, which right. isn't AI. It's, you know, algorithm. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so that that's the only that's the only thing I can think of because we we know that they're doing all that stuff already, right? And it, it even it says Gary, it says commercial applications for AI technology such as what Uber um, uh, seeks to do has significant potential, but also raises privacy concerns. And it also go on, goes on to say that they're already using this. I see it as dating. I think it's dating. I just, I just think it's not dating yet, but I think it's going to be dating. Well, you uh, you know, over the next, because AI is a big thing this year for whatever reason, even though it's still way out there, we don't actually have AI. It's because of chat. It's because of chat. I, I know, but right now everybody's on this AI train and whatnot. Uh, and, and so over the next year, you're going to see a lot of patents come out for AI this, AI that. And I, I think that's all Uber is doing is just getting ahead of all that. Okay, but they have a seventy percent, uh, like, uh, on mark like facial recognition in Europe that they run. Like they're running at seventy percent. It's like as bad as they're autonomous. Like, what is this going to do? You know, I, I just, I mean, what do you? And how? What are you going to do? Say, wow, I'm getting, wow, I'm getting really cool clients now. I just. I think you're still going to get jerks. I don't think it's going to help. <laughs> like, you just, I don't think it'll do anything. That's why I, I, these are the kind of the reasons I think they don't make money. 
I think they spend it on crap like this that they don't even, they know it's not going anywhere. They probably spend like 200 grand, cook the books to be like a million and get that 800,000 early venture capitalists who were involved. And then again, say, oh, we, because what does every article read for Uber after an earnings period? We're doing great, but we didn't make a profit again. <laughs> like, how great are you doing? You've been around since 2009. You've never made a profit. Come on. Well, but I mean, we've talked about that before too. Like, they say they don't make a profit, That's, but yet their you know CEO makes what fifty million a year. That's what I'm getting at, and I, I believe know. even venture capitalists get paid, like Vital. I, I guarantee Vital right. was not not. I bet even they laughed when they said that. Like well, that's, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're purposely like, losing we, money. We can't, that won't work. Yeah, we know. But dude, people are so stupid they'll actually believe this. Right. Like, let's just say we're putting millions in it and. Then we'll pull it out and give it to you. Oh, they they want to lose money for tax purposes and things like that. You know, right. overpaid certain departments, you know, over, make sure their investors make their money. I mean, Lyft, if you're listening, Gary has off has offered a few times he can run your company into the ground quicker yeah, than it's going on. I can for cheaper than what you're paying that, that new guy, too. <laughs> and, you know, I got some luck, too. We might bring it back. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we might. Probably not though. <laughs> I have. I'm not, I was gonna say something really funny, but I'm not. I'd have like. Never mind. I'm not gonna make a. Point how are you? How are you gonna do that and then not say yeah, it? Come on. I had. I had the song. I'm bringing sexy back, but I'm bringing lift back in my head with Gary's song. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I guess what Lavaris, Le, Le, uh, while we have you here, what what is the, your worst experience with all gig work? Um, <clears throat> now, like when you ask that question, like your head starts spinning. Um, I guess the I guess the worst thing would just be being deactivated and not given a reason why, which happened uh, my first run with shipped. So that's probably the worst thing um, that I can think of. Oh, I meant uh, yeah, that's that's cool. But I meant like cl like client wise. Have you had any that stand out? Mm, no not really i'll kind of run the, i don't think i've had anybody that's just been like today is the day i'm going to quit like i haven't had anybody be rude um to that point i mean you've had some I, like i have like basic frustrations no gate code no communication but i've had had anybody be rude to me haven't had anybody do anything crazy i mean i guess the only thing that i could say would, would be the most recent uh doordash um, contract violation where i followed this person's instructions to the letter and they said that they still didn't get their food but you know she wasn't directly like yelling at me. It was just a contract violation that showed up after I dropped the food off. But yeah, nothing, nothing wild, nothing wild. But tip, tip baiting. Have you, have you suffered tip baiting? Only once actually in uh, Instacart, but even still, I, I kind of just feel like that. That's just like the risk you take uh, when you do these kind of things. So I can't be that upset about it, even though it does suck. But yeah, that happened. Um, it was kind of crazy because the woman and I, we had like really good, conversation throughout the entire shop she was like right there when i was replying she's like, oh yeah I'll just come bring it and leave it on my porch and I, you know um, i'll come out and get it like, okay cool and i dropped it off and you know took the picture i'm pulling around and she's like baby thank you and i get like a mile down the street and then i you know just update my app to make sure i actually hit that i delivered it and i saw that the uh, value of it dropped tremendously i was like that's weird i said well i'll give it to the end of the night because maybe something just went wrong maybe i'm in a dead zone i don't know and yeah it said that the customer removed the tip completely down to zero yeah so that was fun yeah um <laughs> but yeah i mean nothing nothing too crazy that's that's good yeah, i always i like crazy. asking people because like tip baiting especially people used to say it's never happened to me i think it's i don't even think it's a real thing now at least people are starting to understand it's very real but some people yeah. more than others or yeah, a lot I, of people I just, are i just think the percentage of tip baiting is lower than what it actually is Right, like people wanting to get on TikTok. Yeah, I mean, I mean, oh, I got tip baited and they did. Because I mean, I've been doing this a long time. I don't know how long everybody or gig life's been doing it, but uh, I mean, I can count on one hand all my tip baits over the last, you know, what five years in food delivery. Right. You know, so and I I think we hear more about it because it happens to people. And then, you know, everybody's like, oh, yeah, I know somebody got tip baited. Oh, I know somebody got tip baited. But not everybody gets tip baited on a daily basis. Sure. No. Um, 
Yeah, I, I don't think so. I mean, but I do know. I do uh, well, think well I, I will say one exception to that, though. New York. Apparently, New mm. York is bad about tipping. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody I know that works in New York complains every day about tip rating. <laughs> um, what was I looking for here? So, oh. I just lost it. Oh, Ellen, you should go back and get your nails done and then not tip her. <laughs> no, no, she can joke. make a whole TikTok out of that. Just go back, get your nails done, say, where's my tip? <laughs> oh, okay. So here we go. This is this I brought up with you last, or I, I sent it to you and Zach last night, Kim. I sent you get that, that screenshot of the uh, average hourly pay. Yeah, I, I that, find it very, very fascinating, actually, because yeah, we were going back and forth. Because all while. three of us had a different take on this. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. <clears throat> so I want to talk about this, though, because um, so there's a key takeaway in that article, too, that says you can expect to make around 15 to $25 per hour with DoorDash, according to Indeed. So the, this is Indeed doing the study. Um, the average salary for a DoorDash delivery driver in the U.S. is $16 an hour, but you can maximize your earnings by driving busier hours, sticking to high traffic areas, and taking chances and running red lights or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but I'm trying to find those numbers again because I wanted to see what uh, other people thought. I have it still. Where is it? Do you want me to read it off? Or if you can, can you share it? Uh, can I do that? Um, yeah, hold on. Well, if it's on your phone, Kim. Well, I sent it's an image. Or, okay, but... Yeah, I can save it to a Google Drive. And upload if if you just text it to me right now, Kim, I can share it. Okay. But yeah, it's 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 very interesting, and I and I specifically want to talk about it because Lavaris is here because I know you are in Austin. I don't know if you're familiar with a uh, handle Random Ryan. He's in Austin as well. Um, he's a, he's around YouTube. He doesn't have a channel. He, he I've I've met him through Long Island Dash Experience, and he's been in a lot of chats here and there. But he's in Austin, and we often talk about Instacart in Austin. He says it's amazing, um, or has said in the past. Well, I mean. <laughs> Not not in the past like four months. I probably haven't discussed it with him. Uh -huh. But yeah, compared to other ma markets, what he makes is much better than other markets. Hmm. And so this is what this is what Indeed pulled. And Indeed actually had a lot of records because of these jobs, these things actually get posted on Indeed. So they actually had a lot of of information taken in on this. But I just find this crazy. This is the average hourly rate for the platforms. Um nationwide does he only do instacart here or does he multi-app I, I don't know i feel like he does just do and we've even joked with him because he's shown us screenshots and stuff but he makes like a lot of money on instacart like i i see like i see the basic whatever it is now eight dollars eight dollar orders with no tip like 60 units that's fascinating but he sees some things in Austin that we we I don't see anywhere. But this I'm is crazy. In Austin, I'm not seeing. You know, Uber Eats seventeen forty one is the hourly average. Instacart twenty four thirty seven. Grubhub sixteen sixty. Amazon Flex eighteen ninety seven. And DoorDash sixteen. Does anybody agree or? I completely disagree. On which yeah. all? I think it depends on oh. your market. Yeah. I mean, with the Instacart thing, if you're looking at it per hour, like if every hour I took a 20, like a, I'm sure like every hour a 20 something order would come through, but like averaging it out throughout an eight hour day and your time and all the other expenses, I don't see that being like the, like the real average for that. If we're just saying yeah, every hour I'm seeing a 24 like order, yes, but 24 per like, like ratio hour, no, absolutely yeah. not. And so, Kim, what what would you do with this one? Well, or what would and your? I mean, again, we we always say it's market to market. I see Brandon awesome. saying he would take a dollar off each one. Dashing Grandpa now, says he'd take me, a dollar off each one. So, for, well, it is market specific for me. DoorDash is like the money maker in my market. So, for me, my, to me, DoorDash, even if you didn't have any of like the large order programs or stuff like that, 
I think 16 to like $20 an hour is a little bit more accurate. If you had all the programs, it's probably about 20 to $25 per hour. Um, Uber Eats and Grubhub are like almost non-existent in my area. And if you do get orders, it's like $5 here, $5 there. Like you're, it's not the way it used to be. So I have a hard time with Grubhub and Uber Eats being more than DoorDash just because you can't get the orders that would sustain a dollar per hour. And then Instacart, $24, that's a little crazy to me. I can't, there, I, I don't think I can do Instacart and make that hour hourly rate. Yeah, I don't. I don't see those orders coming. No, no. I mean, I think they're all low because I can pretty much turn on any any of these in my market and make over twenty dollars an hour. Yeah, that's kind of my point. Like, I just, I don't know. I guess I just see it like when you also think logically at market share, right? So DoorDash has sixty five percent of the market share, but yet you're saying that DoorDash is the lowest out of the three, yet they have sixty five percent of the market share. I think Uber Eats has twenty nine percent of the market share and Grubhub, I can't remember what Grubhub was last year. I think it was maybe like like eleven or like fifteen percent, but yet they're higher as an hourly rate. So that's what I have a hard time with. Right. Yeah. Um, it doesn't add up. Yeah, I mean, well, again, each market there, and, and and I see Bud Soda asked about, uh, yeah, and Edward even Lee says this is likely one hundred percent active time, and it is. This study is done on active time, so I don't know. I mean, we all have our own. That's why I was kind of wanting to bring it up because I wanted to see what everybody's numbers were on these platforms. Like Lavaris, what what do you what would you you don't have to be exact with us if you don't want to give away numbers, but oh, it doesn't matter. I mean, normally me, I'm probably averaging uh, probably I would say a good twenty one dollars per hour in most of these things. Um, cause I, I'm I'm multi app, but I definitely don't like I I've seen other people's channels and how they move their stuff. I'm pretty relaxed when it comes to doing this stuff, <laughs> and there's some orders that actually probably would pay me well, but I just don't want to bother with the store don't want to bother with the order so i definitely probably could make more but right now i'm probably averaging a good 21 dollars an hour multi-app in between the ones that i do have now when i had corner shop that was a different story i was doing so much more money per hour and doing a lot less work i didn't have the multi-app i was just doing corner shop right i know you were a you were a big corner shop person like how has like corner shop gone away like really affected your earnings as far as your area is concerned? It affected it a lot. It affected it a lot. Uh, <laughs> it really, I mean, like, I, got, I was looking at the Instacart order. An Instacart order compared to a corner shop order, let's say if it was a 20, like a $24 Instacart order, uh, you're probably going to be getting 20 plus items on there on an Instacart order. Corner shop, you can go in there for 15 items, make the same amount of money, if not more, if it was a multiplier so it really cut it almost i won't say like almost cut in half because I could, I could literally go out in half the time like from like five to seven and probably pull two hundred dollars in corner shop that's how like better they were paying yeah that's crazy yeah i see that uh um gig geezer's in here too and he says uh uh, these numbers don't apply at least for me uh when you work multiple apps like i do yeah i mean you know some that's a good point, especially with the DoorDash ones. Most of mo, a lot of DoorDashers only do DoorDash. I mean, not everybody's multi-apping, yeah. right? And and like Light pull, Light said right here, you know, there are a lot of bad markets, and there are majority of drivers are part-time drivers out there, so they're not going to be as in a, a big of a hurry to make that twenty to thirty dollar hour mark like we are, since we're full timers. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, for me, I <laughs> Instacart, I don't even think that's a possible one hour in an eight hour day in this market. I, I bet you it is. I bet I you bet it you is. it's not. I bet you you should try it. <laughs> I'll try it when you're here so you can watch it fail, dude. Oh, I'll drive and you can do the shopping. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> it's not, it won't change anything. We can run. 
And, <laughs> and it's not going to matter. Watch the offers, man. We're not even going to accept anything. Yeah, no, we're going to accept it. No, we're going to accept every offer. How are we accepting eight dollars with with no tip and seventy units? Yeah, yeah, we are. Because oh, then God. we're going to do it like supermarket sweepstakes. I was going to say, are you guys going to do it like supermarket sweep? Because that would be pretty awesome. Hell yeah, we are. <laughs> I'm going to be behind him all the time, just screaming as we're running through the store. Aisle <laughs> twenty. Aisle twenty. It's my dog food. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get the megaphone. I get a megaphone. I just stand at the front of the store asking the asking the, the register what aisles is on. Um yeah, so uh before we wrap this up tonight, uh I do I want to talk about this. I was trying to see which articles we should push till tomorrow because I know Tom will want to get into some of these, but um um there's a obviously a daily dot. Obviously, Lavaris is f- familiar with daily dot because he ends up in this. I shouldn't be. They never asked me for anything. <laughs> Somebody just came out like, you know, you're on daily dot. I'm like, oh, again. <laughs> yeah, they never call me. Never send me any checks. No Christmas cards. Nothing. I, I actually emailed you the last time I yeah, said okay, yeah, it's like, there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't. They just pull your stuff. But so this article is. Uh, is about um, a DoorDash driver uh, shares um, the no delivery orders. It's talking about no delivery orders, which I know we've talked about. And I think, Kim, you're a big fan, right? No? What? Of shop. Uh, maybe you're not even... Uh, shop and pay? Shop and pay. Or is yeah, it I... even pay? What is it? It's shop and... Because you're not yeah. paying. Shop okay. and pay. you, yeah, you do have to pay because you have to shop and pay for it. You have to do the. Or is it, are you talking about the ones you just go pick up? Don't the DoorDash have like ones where they're already shopping? You just pick up the bags. Well, I mean, I'm assuming. No, this is she's talking about doing the shopping. So also shop, shop and pay. pay. Yeah, right. but um, there's there were some odd concerns in this one. Normally, the Daily Dot is just funny. It's worth watching the video and stuff. But there were, <laughs> there rose some odd concerns to me because. Um, it was saying how some people cancel the actual pickups or how are they getting them out and where is this stuff being stored is especially cold things. And they said, well, there are some, some things that you know, coolers and stuff that we no, they don't in most, I mean, they're just putting them on. They're, they're not like making sure everything's cooled or frozen or whatever. They're just putting them out. To that be sounds taken. like the pickup orders. That sounds like the, it sounds like they're, it sounds like someone's shopping the orders and they're storing them somewhere in the store. And the customers are concerned about the perishables because when we go do the shop and pay, we take it off the shelf, put it in our car, put it in yeah. our car. And if we have a cooler, we do it that way. I'm not, I'm kind of confused as to which, which and feature they're talking about. Not, and say, even if they don't have a cooler and you do a shop and pay, like they will at least have hot bags and stuff like that yeah. in your car that actually keeps the stuff cool. At least that's what, you know, I do if I don't have like my Instacart stuff with me. Like I just literally put it in my, hot bags which is also a cool bag and it keeps everything nice still frozen and cool so i and I most of those orders are pretty small anyway so you're not shopping like an instacart where with like 50 items and most people should know you'll get the cold stuff last if that's even the case and like you said you have your cold your insulated bags on the car to put like something ice cream frozen pizza or something like that but it's normally like just like a handful of some you just run in there to get that i've seen well then ex- excuse my ignorance on this one because i want to know like is who is are there just are there A to B delivery people then that aren't? That's what I heard. I heard the DoorDash has two methods now. There's the shop and pay where you go in there physically shop the list, and there's another one where you go pick up like pre-shop bags. They do have pickup, like my local Acme. You can do. They have shop and pay, but you also have. It just comes up Acme pick- curbside. It doesn't even come. It comes up Acme, but it's like a different font and like it's. It doesn't say pickup. I forget what it actually says, but you know, just kind of by the font, it's like a pickup order that you literally go inside. They actually have everything in the cart ready for you. You literally just wheel it out, put it in your car, and deliver it. Yeah. But the point pickup is a little different because theirs is shopped, but then there's like a, a designated room they have with coolers that has everything frozen and, well, you know, chilled out until you get there. I just don't think DoorDash has that set up with them yet. But yeah. usually, if it, even if you pick, like, at least my local Acme, like, if you pick up the groceries from them, they actually have their stuff in the cooler, like ice cream and all the cold stuff that when you get there, 
they just open the fridge and ice like freezer that the stuff is in, put it in your cart and then you go. So unless you're traveling like 10 to 15 miles, it shouldn't be that much of an issue. Like the produce cooler. Yeah. Yeah. So are you doing shops for the store too, for customers? Yeah. And we know that Kroger is starting to have their own fleet of cargo vans that are refrigeration trucks and stuff and whatnot, or box trucks. Um, but is it, are you doing it for the store too? Is, no. is DoorDash saying, hey, we have some customers that do pickup, come do their shops for them? No, it's usually customers who order on DoorDash through Acme that we do the shopping for. So say like I want to, I go onto the DoorDash app and I want to, I choose Acme and I want to get bread, milk, eggs, whatever. I can just right, do it right through the DoorDash app and then the Dasher goes to the shopping and delivers it to my house. Am I crazy in thinking that this is not a two-man job? <laughs> I mean, sometimes it is though, because like Walmart, for example, they have the curbside, you know, the word spark drivers pick up so sometimes people shop that and then we pick it up and not too long ago instacart had that i know in sam's there was like designated instacart shoppers and they was like they were scheduled so they would have a full shift and they would do nothing but just shop instacart and we would get an order that says pick up only and you go to an area that had like little coolers it was all like boxed up and you just take it out of the store but those people never left the store they stayed there and shopped the entire day i don't know how they got paid like how the, like the payout worked for them but they were uh, all day shoppers. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, okay, I get that. If if you don't have a car or something, and you want to work some gig apps, and then like you just come to the store and box stuff Shop up around, all day, yeah, yeah. I mean, like that's cool. I get that. But if it's like somebody with a car, it's like going in to do the shop, and this other car comes to pick it up. It's like really, like this is this seems pretty unnecessary. <laughs> I don't know. I I mean, it, and it seems like maybe it's a way of of breaking up the, like the bad pay, like a, the bad pay of like an Instacart order. Like when you look well, at there's it, some like people it, who like to shop, but they don't want to drive around. You know, yeah. they don't want to deliver. They don't want to put themselves in those hotel situations. They just want to shop the store, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, let's uh, let's let's see what everybody's got going on because I think I'm trying to. I was just trying to look. Uh, the only other thing that I I saw that uh, was maybe worth even bringing up was that uh, Uber Flight is is in UK now too, and I don't even care about that as much because like we already joked about who would book their travel through Uber, but um, yeah, they are awesome. they are t they are trying to take over Hopper. And if anybody's familiar with Hopper, it is a it's, a, it's a service that tries to get you cheap flights. But I'll be honest, you can beat it on almost every other app. Hopper sucks. Like, well, I don't know. Again, it's an Uber move. Let's buy something that sucks, integrate it, and say that we're travel agents. Right. Whatever well, works out for Hopper. <laughs> <laughs> Hopper's like, so you're gonna pay us though, right? <laughs> Yeah, right. Like I, I've seen, I've seen your earnings report. You do have money, right? <laughs> right, because we're not taking Uber stock. Right, <laughs> we're not trading up or trading down here. But um, yeah, I don't know, Kim. What do you, what do you got going on? What do I have going on? Um, I am doing a whole bunch of, like I said, content lately, um, door, mainly DoorDash related, but I throw a couple of things in between there with Uber Eats and Grubhub and anything else that pops up. Um, still maintaining my, you know, my acceptance rate for, you know, maintaining it throughout the entire month for Top Dasher. So, you know, stay tuned for that. Um, I had Steve on last night from Money Hungry. So thank you, Steve, for being our very first guest last night. Um, next... yeah, why would you pick Steve? Like, there's so many them. other options for the first <laughs> guest. <laughs> so next week on Money Hungry, which is on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 oh my just went wacky 5 p.m pacific um sergio will be our guest next wednesday um we have a, a whole bunch of um new lineups coming up so you know stay tuned on the rideshare guy on wednesdays at 8 p.m 5 p.m pacific i'm here on thursdays um with this fantastic crew and then rinse and repeat and we start the week all over again so 
busy but tons of fun yeah yeah, and see, content see, constantly dropped through the week. Look right here. Bud Soda's volunteering. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to pull a quick little anchor man move here on Sergio. Sergio, number two. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to like literally kill you for saying that. I know, I know he is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. You're just starting a war. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because between him and I is just friendly joke. Know. He knows how to take a joke, unlike a lot of people. <laughs> so, uh, Gary, what about you? Uh, or what's up? Yeah, well, I got Driver Nation with you tomorrow. Uh, so, everybody tune into that. What is it, seven to nine Eastern? Uh, got Gig Wars, of course. That app's going. So, if you haven't downloaded a Gig Wars app, go download a Gig Wars app. And then I uh, got DUH Maximo, of course. Always go download those. And other than that, I'm just working on my new app that I haven't told anybody about yet. He's just, uh-huh. yeah. Mystery. Yeah. Except for Kim. Or yeah. Kim. I Kim like how is. she just coughed too. <laughs> She's like, I, like, uh-huh. I, I, I love Sergio. <laughs> Bud Soda. I, you don't, yeah. It, I like Sergio too. I, I, I love him. I've, I've known him for a long time. So we're good. I know you're not telling anybody what the app is, but do you have a launch date yet? For when no. possibly it'll come out? No, I mean, I got so much going on right now. I don't want to promise nobody nothing. <laughs> the Android side is very close to being done, and then I'll work on the iOS side. Uh, excuses, excuses. <laughs> and uh, Gig Life, what do you got going on? Um, I got, I planned out a few videos. It's just a matter of uh, getting them shot. Um, honestly, these days I've just been taking it very, very slow and very, very easy and just kind of, I don't know, just. Just kind of chilling out mostly. Um, more videos are coming. Um, I'm pretty much starting to focus more on my my art side. Um, I've been trying to get my art channel off the ground, but I'm very inconsistent over there. But um, just ungig related, just doing some more art shows, being more creative on that side, and um, that's pretty much my focus for the rest of this year. Yeah, I saw your. I, I I don't know. I don't even know what your primary platform is. Is it is it YouTube or is it? Are you because I see you on all of them? I don't I'm know. Everywhere. I'm everywhere. I'm <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> but everywhere. I lo- I liked your Probably was once. it just I think it was just this week. I liked your video uh, because I know it wasn't too long ago that you even started doing DoorDash mm-hmm. or even trying it after. I know you've been around for a while, but you have never done it. And I saw I saw your video where you're where you were talking about like, oh, let's see what my driver oh, uh, yeah. what my driver Mike has to say about me. <laughs> and I'm like going. Okay, like I didn't know that side of you, so I'm thinking, okay, let's see how he acts to this. And I thought you were such a professional about it, the way you were like, you're like, that's good advice. Okay, you can take that under. Yeah, I, was just, I was just having fun with it. Oh, I know, I know, but it was funny that he called you up by name too. He's like, you know, now he's taking a shot. At this. <laughs> and he pronounced my name right. Not a lot of people pronounce my name. I was like, how do you even know who I am? But uh, it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> so. Uh, well, you guys, uh, that's a wrap. We'll catch you tomorrow um, on Driver Nation. Um, thank you, as always, to amazing panel, um, or at least Kim and Gary. <laughs> and, uh, and, of course, to our guest, Gig Life. Um, and thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight or for watching on the replay. Be safe, earn smart. Uh, peace, y'all. And uh, with that said, have a good night. We'll see you soon. Good night. Go see Brandon. <laughs> <laughs>